Now we begin the last talk on Parshas Vayelech, Shvi'i, the seventh talk. Vayitzav Moshe Salavim. Remember that the last pasuk of the previous parsha, pasuk of Dalid, which was the last pasuk we dealt with yesterday, is kind of a prologue to pasuk Hafei, to the first pasuk of this week's parsha. So that you read it all together. And it occurred when Moshe finished writing every single word of this Torah. Moshe commanded the Levim, those who carried the Ark of the Covenant of God, and told them, This Sefer HaTorah is to be taken, the Samtem so, and place it mitzad Aron Bris Hashem Elokeichem, alongside the Ark of the Covenant of God. And there it should be for you as a witness. The Ibn Ezra notes that the Leviim of Pasuk Chavhei could not just be the Leviim as opposed to the Kohanim. Because the Leviim indeed were the Nosei Aron, they were the carriers of the Aron, but they didn't actually deal with the Oron itself. So how could they be the ones commanded to place the Sefer Torah alongside the uh, Oron? Especially when Rashi tells us the dispute in the Gemara and Baba Basra was the Sefer Torah placed on a kind of a shelf which protruded from the Oron alongside of it or was it actually placed inside of the Oron together with the stone tablets with the Luchos? So therefore, Ibn Ezra says, Vayitzav Moshe's Halavim must mean the Levim in the broader sense, the Kohanim and the Levim, so that it would include both those who carried the Ark and those who actually would place the Sefer Torah alongside of or into the Ark itself. Pasuk Chazayim continues with Moshe saying, I know your rebelliousness. I know your stiff neckedness. I know your stubbornness. When I'm still alive and with you today, you are rebels with God. Certainly after I die. And here the Ibn Ezra is very troubled by this Pasuk. Because Moshe seems to be saying here in Pasuk of Zion, imagine, he says to them, when I'm alive here, you can't get your act together. When I'm gone, and you're not going to have me around any longer, you'll never get your act together. Moshe seems to be guilty of arrogance. The humblest of all men, the unloved Mikol Adam, is saying, without me, you're really lost? How can that be? And therefore, Ibn Ezra says that Moshe is not saying that without me, you're lost. But Moshe is saying, God told me back in Pasuk Tezayin, that after my death, you guys are going to stray. Pasuk Tesayin says, That after your death, these guys are going to worship every idol out there. So now in Pasuk of Zion, Moshe is saying, Imagine, in my lifetime, when there is no prophecy from God saying that you guys are going to sin. Still you're sinning. So imagine how sinful you're going to be after I die when God told me that you're going to be sinful. Then you'll certainly be sinful. So therefore Moshe says to them, 
Here's what you got to do. Hakhilu Elias called Ziknechem gather together all the elders, all the rulers. Let me speak into their ears all of these words. Let me call upon the heaven and the earth as witnesses, as he will do in the beginning of next Sedra of Pasha Sa'azinu. And Rashi is bothered here. Why does Moshe have to ask people to call everybody together? Hey, send out the invitations. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do hakhilu, and that is by sounding the trumpets, the chatzotzrots. We learned in detail about how the sound of the chatzotzrots, of the, of the trumpets, would be a signal, a herald, for people to gather together. Why didn't he use the chatzotzrots here? So Rashi quoting a Medrash says, because Moshe now had lost his powers. And Yehoshua had no power over the Chatzotzros, either not at all, or not while Moshe was alive. And therefore, and some even say that the Chatzotzros were, were hidden and buried forever toward the end of Moshe's life. So the Chatzotzros were no longer there. Ein shilton biyom hamoves. There's no dominion. There's no power in the day of death. Moshe's um, equipment, so to speak, his trumpets are gone, useless. Kiyodati, because I know, says Moshe, God has told me again back in pasuk Tesayin, acharei mosi kehashchis tashchisun. That after I die, you guys are going to do terrible, terrible things. Rashi, of course, asked the question, after Moshe died, the Jewish people did terrible things? After all, the Pesach says that they didn't; they were perfectly well behaved throughout Yehoshua's lifetime. The Pesach says in Shoftim Perak Beis, that the Jewish people worshipped God, they were faithful and loyal to God all of the days of Yehoshua. So how can we say, how can Moshe here say, Acharei Mosi, after I die, you're going to blow it? And the answer says, Rashi is, Shetalmido shalodom chovivolov kagufo. For Moshe, Yehoshua was Moshe. Moshe saw Yehoshua as a kind of an extension of himself. So as long as was Yehoshua was alive, in some sense, Moshe was alive. She calls Manshi Yehoshua chai, hoyonire Moshe ki'ilu hu chai. As long as Yeshua was alive, Moshe had a sense that he was still alive. After I die, meaning after I and my extension Yeshua dies, then then you're going to do abominable things. And you're going to turn away from the path which I commanded you to follow. And all these terrible things will happen to you at the end of days. You will do all this evil in the eyes of God. To anger him with your actions. And finally the Pasuk concludes. Oh, now we're moving on to next week's Pasha. And next week's parsha is Hazinu, the Shira, the song. So Moshe here says, the Pasuk here says, Vayedaber Moshe ba'ozne kol kahal Yisrael es divrei ha'shiro hazos ad tumom. 
Moshe spoke the following words in the ears of the entire congregation of Israel. All these words, every single one of them, until they were complete. And so we come to the end of Parshas Vayelech. And next week turn to Parshas Ha'azinu and the Shiro Hazos. This so very important song. We have now concluded the seventh talk of Parshas Vayelech and with it the entire Sedra of Parshas Vayelech.